This is it be with Seinfeld 20 to 3. We'll go back to Japan. We've got a different line, thankfully. Nigel Yeldon's with us uh, live from Japan. Thanks again for your time, Nigel. Nigel, the other game, uh, other than Wales and the Wallabies that uh, people are talking about, the host nation Japan take on Ireland. Ireland's getting some big raps, but that could be, could that be the upset of the Rugby World Cup, do you reckon, or am I dreaming? Oh, I think if Japan were to win, it would be a massive upset. Um, I just don't see it happening. Um, I think this Irish side, whilst that win over Scotland, uh, I thought was incredibly efficient. You know, they, you know, they didn't score you know that many spectacular tries by any stretch of the imagination, but any opportunity they had to score, you know, they were very good at taking those opportunities. Um, they really, you know, Scotland, you know, for all their lacklusterness, never really got the opportunity to, to really get their game going. Um, I think. What will be interesting to watch this game for me is I will be watching the way the Japanese attack that defence because they have got a very good attack coach and a guy who has got a wonderful imagination when it comes to plotting and scheming moves, and that is Tony Brown. Mm, So I'm interested to see what sort of little maybe bits of magic Tony Brown might be able to cook up to maybe challenge and stress that very good defensive line of Ireland. So for me, whilst I think the Irish will win this, I want to see that little match-up, what, what the, the Japanese attack maybe can deliver against that Irish side, because I suspect there'll be a lot of teams watching what Tony Brown tries to do on attack um, uh, and just try and maybe gleam a bit if they see some success or some failure. Nigel, what sort of weather are we expecting for the weekend, please? Uh, the weather's not looking that great. A little bit of rain lurking around, not only in um, uh, Tokyo, but in some of the other venues uh, as well. Um, but nothing too major. And, you know, the percentage of rain is reasonably lowest. We're talking sort of around that 30 to 40. Um, but a lot of the forecasts, when you look at them in terms of game time, uh, there is rain in those particular forecasts. Though, as Steve Hanson has pointed out, the weather forecasters have had a couple of misses all thus far in this Rugby World Cup. So... Let's hope maybe they, they have a few more air swings this weekend. A couple of quick things to finish, Nigel. In your experience, you've covered plenty of rugby. How much does a downtime period, like 10 days between drinks for the All Blacks next match, does this stop-start nature of a Rugby World Cup, how much does it affect performance, do you reckon? Um, I think it all comes down to how you handle it. I think you'll hear that from all of the uh, the teams. Like It was interesting hearing... Conor O'Shea last night, and, you know, after his side got another bonus point, went on the short turnaround saying that his boys were probably going to have a bit of an old-school evening. Now, you can read into that what you will. Mm. Um, I think most of us know exactly what they're referring to there. Yeah. But then they know they've got eight days in which to, to turn around, so they can maybe have a night where they enjoy themselves, then still do their recovery, and then get back into that cycle. And, and everything, and you know, Phil knows this as much as I do, and, and Simon, I'm sure it's similar for you back in, in your playing days. You know, it depends whether you're training Thursday and playing Saturday, or whether you've actually got a full training week. There's a cycle, there's a rhythm that you get into. So what the All Blacks did is they had a travel day, and obviously they had a day off yesterday. Now they start their normal, so today is effectively... Their Monday, so it's a gym session. Tomorrow, yeah. a couple of training runs will take place, and they'll have Sunday off and that sort of thing. So it's how you manage it, and I think that the way the All Blacks do it, uh, like a lot of the top teams now, very good at making sure they know, guys, step away, now it's time to do work. They, yeah. You know, show some really good delineation with regards to that. Fair play. Last thing from me, Nigel. Of course, as you're very aware, a lot of controversy here over the television coverage on Spark. I just wondered, for Japanese people... 
are they seeing this Rugby World Cup tournament on live free-to-air television in Japan or not? Uh, yeah, there is a, a free-to-air component to it. They've actually got, I think it's three broadcasters. I know I have watched them so far on three different sort of platforms. I believe J-Sport is the, is the actual main host broadcaster, which of course is a, a pay network over here in Japan. But there are... Uh, other games. Basically, any games that I've tried to watch so far, Phil, I've been very fortunate and, and I did, haven't had access to J-Sport in all of the hotels and motels that we have been staying in, but I've still been able to see every game of rugby that I have wanted to on the TV in the corner of the room. Right. And finally from me, Nigel, it's just a personal thing. You're a commentator. I've listened to your commentaries and you're brilliant at what you do. How scary is it for a commentator when you get a pretty, uh, you know, you get a, a team with a bunch of different names? Like the Japanese team's not that easy. And I heard a commentary the other night on, on George's. I mean, my goodness, it was horrendous. Do you lose sleep trying to get these names right? Well, yeah, it's, it's, I guess it's like anything, guys. If you if you do your work and you do your research and, and you, you, you put yourself in the right spot, that it's it's really good. Like I, I I was everyone was bizarre. Last World Cup, people were saying, you know, what's the one game you were looking forward to the most? I was looking forward to that Georgian game because I think their their names and there's actually got a lovely rhythm and there's a beauty to them. So learning how to pronounce them and then calling them, it's actually kind of cool. Um, maybe that's just me being a bit weird. I don't know, but I really look forward to those sort of things. But I, I mean, I think. I would love to be the bloke commentating Georgia Fiji. Okay. I reckon that would be so much fun to commentate that game. Um, but as I say, some people will probably think I'm a bit nuts for saying that. Not at all. Whatever spins your wheels. If you want to study names in your spare time, Nigel, you go right ahead, mate. Fill your boots, buddy. <laughs> All the best, mate. Nigel, thanks so much. That's Nigel Yeldon live from Japan for the Rugby World Cup.